Good morning. It's a beautiful Thursday day, 5-5-2022, and you're listening to the smooth sounds of Marcus Griffin on Confessions from an Attic with my dear friend, Pinky Pup Girl, Lily. 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 <laughs> what, what, why don't I know your last name? Is it Gomez? It's not. But what I do know Gomez. Lily what? Aduko. Aduko. That's why I don't know it. Because it's too interesting <laughs> to say. How are you today, Lily? Good. How are you? I'm good as well. We're both wanting it to be Friday and not Thursday. Definitely. I want it to be Saturday morning. <laughs> at like 6 a.m. You know this is Confessions <laughs> from an Attic. On this day last year. And I don't want to incriminate myself. You already have. This is Turn Back Thursday. That's going to be the theme. Turn Ooh, Back like Thursday. It. And I would like to turn back where I was involved in a DUI accident. And just what I was feeling that day. Like, it's crazy with relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Because and 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 for the for the longest I've never wanted to be that kid that was alone, and also I was that kid that um, I loved love. Do you know? Like part Do you of think that's like, your cancer? Uh, Do you think that's your cancer? It has to be something, but I didn't know I was a cancer at five. <laughs> that doesn't mean you weren't one. I, I didn't become a cancer till later when I started getting in trouble. <laughs> No, um, <laughs> but just that right there, like that was my whole thing for comedy. Like I love seeing just how the chemistry and the laughter between my mother and father. Okay. He always cracked her up. And that's just what I like. That's where I started. Like I, I want to love making people laugh. And then I'm like, I love. You know, on some Freudian shit. You know, you love your mom, so you love seeing your mom happy. And now you're like, I want to make women happy, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, but the thing about it is you get, like, so there was this not wanting to be alone and wanting to be loved. So I was just always a relationship guy. Like, I don't understand these hit it and quit it. You were like, always a, um, a Corey Matthews? And explain, because I Wait, may not know who Corey Matthews is, and maybe the three people that listen. Oh, wow! You went name on me. That's why I love you. I love <laughs> Boy Meets World. You're absolutely right. I yeah. love Boy Meets World. That was like and I think I said you were Corey Matthews. You, you were looking for a to make a Topanga to your Corey Matthews, and I'd have been up on it. But yeah. yeah, always. And I was that like I love Valentine's Day. I remember. Doing the hearts thing and yes, being cheesy, writing the poems and whatnot. And yeah. Cause I feel like I got exposed to a young. Like I was the nine, ten year old that was like, I want a girlfriend. <laughs> I was never like girls are icky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got Yeah, I was like, y'all aren't icky. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for some reason, like I as I go down this history timeline of my my 
relationship or interaction with women, I always find the ones that wanted to like, they were fucking super aggressive. <laughs> like there's this one girl, I remember her name was Gina. And she was just super aggressive. And she like always either pushed me or tackled me. And I'm like, fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, I guess this is how you start a relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it was that I like you, but I shouldn't like you. I don't even know. And Gina's a lesbian yeah. now, so it's crazy. No, I'm kidding. I, 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 don't know, I don't know where Gina is, but. Shout out to Gina. Um, but yeah, so I, I say all this because it's like you get in, I get in them. And then I'm like, why do we do this? This insane thing is people like, I get in it. This one's going to be different. And it's like, no, it's a relationship. Meaning that here it is, single to mile. My best friend called me, wanted to hang out. Come on, man. Let's go. I'll buy you drinks. I just want to drink with my best friend. And it's like, but I have a girlfriend and I got to spend time with her. And, you know, so there's this going back and forth, this this inner turmoil that I have with myself where it's like, I should, I should. This is my best friend of 26 years. He should trump you. You should just understand. I'm just going to go out with him a couple hours. And then it's like, but we had these plans. We were going to come here. We we're going to go to my brother's. We have some Mexican food or what have you. We go home, make it a chill night. No, but I, I owe it to him. And it's like this, you don't owe nothing. And so like that, like with that long story short, drinking with him and bam, here we are. The bam is... is uh... Bam is the accident. Yeah. <laughs> change of everything. It's crazy. I didn't even realize today was Cinco de Mayo. Like, I I do remember that yesterday was May the 4th be with you, but I didn't really put together today was Cinco de Mayo. And on top of that, of course, of course you'd be the guy to get a DUI on Cinco de Mayo. Oh, that's what made it just even as I was in the back of the cop car. I was like, really? I'm that? Yeah. Like, like this will forever be the story. I mean, I guess but it's like better than just a random Thursday. Yeah. And then I'm like, wasn't it on Thursday this time last year? Probably not. I don't think that's how calendars work. You're probably right. Yeah. Which is funny because I know we both have the means to ask to you know you're correct again you're two for two let's keep this ball rolling um <laughs> quick ask me a math question <laughs> the likelihood that you're are you going out on tonight single to mile uh no i am not is there any other pressing stuff you got going on that you're gonna do i didn't even remember that it was single to mile so i really had no expectations of the evening um, the, the karaoke, the karaoke bar isn't going to be like calling your name. I don't actually know where they do karaoke on Thursdays. Oh wow! Doctor. Like I'm sure they exist, but I am not privy to them. Interesting. And I, you know, I'm again my my wings are still broken. I'm at the mercy of others, and that doesn't bode well. I love is your car's wings. All I can think about when you say. My wings are still broken is a never ending story. Falcor? You know it. I was on the <laughs> flying dog. <laughs> he was not a dog. He was a luck dragon. 
By the way, our dear friend Stephanie Michelle hosted that May the Fourth Be With You Star Trek questionnaire bullshit. Are you a Star Trek fan? Would you have known any of that? No, I only like Ewoks. And what is that? It's like a little bear creature. Oh. Wicket. I've seen it. Never mind. I think I know what you're talking about. I I feel like I am one of the only humans on this planet that thinks that Ewok Battle for Endor is the best uh, Star Wars movie in the saga. Like I'm you you know what is crazy with Steph doing it is because I'm like I would have never equated this new generation where in my opinion maybe I'm wrong comedy has seemed like the nerd game like there's more nerds and comedian in comedy now in my opinion well where I they think have this like articulate way of writing or expressing themselves so now they're they're like, yeah, we're in comedy. I think I think that there's just more nerds now, period. One, our generation is obsessed with nostalgia. And uh, like if you think about our um like our mothers when they were our age, you did not see as much cartoon on shit. There are so many cartoons, like on purses and hoodies, and like stores like Box Box Lunch just basically um, enable us to where it's like, no, nah, you don't have to grow up. You know what I mean? Like, if you want a purse, throw throw one of your favorite cartoon characters on it. Like, they have purses with Rescue Rangers on them, and I'm like, that's for me. That is not for twenty one year olds. You know what I mean? That is specifically for my generation and my generation is supposed to be you know i guess it's weird to think that like there was a time where one had to grow up and kind of put put their childhood aside and kind of step into like the shoulder pads and earth tones oh that is interesting they did have sports coats with high ass shoulder pads for women yeah <laughs> where did we ever think that was attractive i guess like i guess like there was a time where men were like, look at the show. You know what I mean? Like, she's literally broad. That's so, some self-confidence. She has a strong shoulder line. You no, know, she's probably got a 401k. She's got a bank account that isn't in the negative. If, I, if you see me rocking a Rescue Ranger backpack, you can probably think that, ooh, her tags are probably expired. Her bank account has gone in the red at least once this like month, you know. It's just it's an interesting time to where I feel like socially acceptable to be nerdy. It's socially acceptable to hold on to your childhood nostalgia and it's just a way to kind of distract from how bleak things have gotten. Are uh, have they? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, in that sense, I am thankful to be here for that day. You know. Yeah. And here I am about to take a trip to Vegas this weekend. I was just gonna say- <laughs> it started dark, and I'm just like, all right, is he gonna cry on this? Episode? Like maybe, like I want an episode where it's just tears. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. as we go down memory lane. It would like, be interesting. Who's your best friend, Lily? Lily, who's your best friend? Like, I don't think I can pick just one. I truly don't. Like, you're one of those. Well, and it's because, like, I, I really do have good friends. Like, I'm, I'm out here trying to cultivate like a team, and I really cannot say, oh, that one person, because. One, I kind of feel like it, it's hard to say, to expect so much out of one human being seems ridiculous, you know? Uh, but I actually have, I have a really, really good friends. Like, yeah, I don't have just one. No shout out to them. Like nope. I literally lost all friends in the two, span of two years. Oh, and it's, thanks. It's, <laughs> it's, you know, that's where it's like, I, I don't want to alarm you. I say that too much. And I feel like I'm on podcast where I'm like, I lost people. But I'm like, there's this, this sense of truth to it where it's like, damn, like I wake up days where I'm like, oh man, I really feel like, nope, yeah, I lost them. I, you know, be, you know what, who would really love this story? Shit, I, what did I say to them last time? Fuck yeah, I kind of. <laughs> my moments, and that's, that's where you know where growth is. When you play it all out before you do it, and then you be like, yeah, that's not a good idea. But me, I'm like, I've always, I'm going I'm to do it. Possibly playing it out. Yeah, that, that, that is horrible. That was me. Like, it's almost like Craig, where it's like they caught you on camera stealing boxes. And I'm like, are you sure that was, like, I need to see the videotape. That's what I wish they would have showed in Friday. Like, if they would have ended that movie with him actually stealing the boxes, that might have been classic. <laughs> so you know why, you, we just don't even know why he got fired. When you really think about it, like, oh, man, yeah, they got you on camera stealing boxes. Were you trying to make a treehouse? Like, if he literally was stealing boxes, <laughs> you know? Because he was planning to move to Rancho Cucamonga or something. Like, it, like if he just had that foretold future, like, I'm getting these boxes so I can start packing because I'm sick of being at my parents' house. It's so something that, like, everybody would do, you know? Like, tell me, like, if, especially if you're moving, like, you know you'd steal boxes. And just different. Like, everybody steals pins. And you think, like, you work in the post office, there's boxes all around, what the fuck is wrong with stealing boxes? But those boxes do cost, depending on what he stole. FedEx box, who the fuck knows? But, yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, I really wish they would have did that scene of him stealing boxes. So, yeah, I just... Huh? Oh, we're talking about friends, losing friends. There we go. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> But I, do you think you've gained any friends? And that's why I say it's interesting because it was like, as I'm trying to break down for the viewers that do listen, like when you lose something, understand that there's something is on the way. Yeah. Like everybody says life, life is extremely fair when you think about it. Because life has this like, in a way life has this way of taking away and replenishing. Mm -hmm. 
Now you could be the person that goes, I'm gonna willingly give, so it doesn't feel like it's being taken away and it replenishes. For example, if you have friends and you constantly give and put into the relationship, then you'll have a replenished and stronger friendship. But if you don't and you take advantage and you lose the friends, then life has a way of giving you a second chance in a sense. And if you're willing to listen, if you're willing to change, if you're willing to adjust and evolve, life has a way of like, okay, now we're gonna put these people in there and let's see what you do. We're gonna give you new cards. We're gonna give you a new deck, you know? Yeah. Give you a new shuffle. Maybe don't sit down and play the same way you did. Maybe don't play at all, you know? And that's the hard part. Because I want to be like, I'm not playing at all. Like, when <laughs> in this evolution process, I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll leave these friends alone. I'm, I'm going to really try. Could I be a monk? I, I can't be a monk. I, 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 could, I could go in the solitaire, right? No, I can't do that. I, I stay with someone. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't need... You know, I can renounce my desires. I don't need that. All right, come on. Let's be honest with yourself. Like, you know, so it's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, man, it, 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 it's just the thoughts where your mind runs and you be like, like, it's not more beautiful when your mind's at play and you go, you know what? I'm going to go away for a year and come back in shape, sounding different, new goals. I hit all those accomplishments. Like and over the weekend, I, I had issues where I my mouth ran rampant in my girlfriend's best friend's salon. And instead of the simple thing like, damn it, I need to make apology. I need to show humility. I need to come with some contrition and just throw my hands at the mercy of the court. I'm like, you know what? I will change my life. I will get a, get married with her. We'll have this housewarming party. That's when I'll invite everybody. I'll change this all around. Like, look, didn't really mean what I said. Now, please, welcome. <laughs> I apologize. Just to, like, no, we could have just you could have just apologized. You didn't have to go ahead and do all this shit for us. You know what I'm saying? But that's me. Like, look, man, <laughs> I've really changed. Look at this shit. And I got you guys back houses. That's what I wanted to do to make up for it. And they're like, we don't even know you. Yeah, so y'all should have shut the fuck up in the first place and not said anything. <laughs> Well, that's one beautiful thing about our relationship because you you really look at me and my totality of he's all characters. Mm-hmm. Like I am the character that's like the coldish pimp-like figure that goes, hey, you motherfuckers should have kept your mouth shut. She ain't <laughs> going nowhere. And y'all ain't even here to comfort her. You just caused some strife in her life. And now look at her. All confused and torn up. Meanwhile, do you know she, she had a daughter that's got this going on? That she's doing this schooling that she needs to do to better our lives? She's doing all this and you want to just come in here and cause this tribe? Why? Because I ran my mouth. You know it ain't true. You know I ain't. I'm just talking shit, baby. You know. And then there's this other figure that's all humble like, oh my God, what have I said? What have I done? Sorry, he's white, but it just... He lost oh, yeah, no, that's in the shop. It's like I said, an N-word in the shop. And I was like, oh, my God, I did this in her shop. Oh, my God, I'm embarrassed. You know, and he's over here panicky. That's Mark. You know what I'm saying? And Cuz is just like, man, well, fuck, what you going to do? I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm going back home. I ain't shit. Thank you. Good night, you know. But 
I didn't even want to come out here tonight. <laughs> and that's our thing, though, you know? Like, I play with my people. And I don't know. I mean, if you addicts out there, if you play with your people, I mean, it's cool. Play with them and then know. Just know, like, you know, when y'all playing, and they're like, hey, yeah, man, we're going to get high. You coming? Nah, y'all good. I'm going to go over there. Hey, yeah. man, we're going we gonna to cuss these motherfuckers out over here and embarrass them. And we probably, you know, see if your mom or your dad is up, you know what I mean? So we can take $40 out their purse. Hopefully they sleep. Because we really need this money to get high, man. You sure you don't want to come? Nah, I'm good, man. But they pissed you off over there, right? Yeah, but I I did. I had to take accountability. I, I started all that. Nah, man, you good, man. It was just a conversation. You didn't mean none of this shit. Yeah, but they don't know it. <laughs> Fuck them. Then you ain't even hang with them. You just get your hair cut. And the nigga don't even line you up right. Yeah, I know, but it was like her best friend. So? I have to learn how to animate. Or find someone that knows how. Like, oh, you, I mean, you are a whole ass cartoon. Love them. I've loved cartoons since, like, Looney Tunes. I watched that damn Looney Tunes movie. I can't tell you how many times. Space Jam? I watched Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed wasn't a cartoon. Charlotte's Well was my, but it's cartoon like, ain't no goddamn talking horse. I am Mr. Egg. <laughs> What's your favorite, favorite I, I, Charlotte's Web was like my, my everything. Really? That, that movie is sad. And that's just the story of my life. I'm the pig that every day is like, I'm going out to slaughter, but it's like, I'm going to do something magnificent. You've got, you have the Charlotte setting you up, though. You're my Charlotte. <laughs> Great. You're like, look, <laughs> no, look, look, he's, he's humble. Fuck. Humble has one M? Shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I spelled that wrong. I'm a spider. I don't have the internet. I can't spell check. My bad. It's just power to those people, man. And like, get the, the shout out to the ones that, you know, they just really, really go above and beyond for themselves. That's the really credit to someone that really believes and goes beyond for themselves. Because we don't talk about self treatment. We look at all these people that, like, maybe not we, maybe just me. We look at all these people and be like, oh, well, they had help. They had help. They, they helped themselves. Even when yeah. you as addicts go to that meeting and you sit in there and you're honest and you're like, no, this is my core. Yeah, your core is you've just found people that shut your voices off as they put in new phrases, statements, mantras, you know. Sometimes I don't have that. I have Lily. I have Lily. Lily. Isn't it just lovely? We definitely put each other's voices in our heads. I don't know. Maybe. Well, I know I've I've had your like you're the new me because like you know your new guy that you met. You manifested that. And I did these these staycations. I love it. <laughs> They're datecations. Is that what it's called? I don't know why I say staycation. That's usually what I how my relationships go, where I stay for like six months and it's 
It's, it's just away from my own other habitat. <laughs> so yeah, explain datecation. Well, because we live far away, we only have like the weekend. So, which is funny because I love how um, most people only have the weekend, but <laughs> so we can't really see each other during the week. Um, and I don't always have every weekend, but um, he'll come down here and he'll stay and then we'll do like little things. So it's not just like a one-off date. It's like a whole datecation, which I actually, I suggest people do this because I almost feel like it speeds up the process of dating because you can't like you will really know if you like someone or if you can be around them um by like staying with them you know what i mean like being with them for more than 48 hours on a like in the date aspect um it almost like puts like super grow on a relationship because you you find out like, can I be around you? Like, you know what I mean? Like you, how they say you don't really know somebody until like you like live with them. And mind you, I'm not saying that like, um, I like know him because I've stayed, you know, I've had vacations with him, but I, I know him more and his habits and his, like what he's like more than I would if we had just gone to like the spaghetti factory and a movie you know, you can't really no, hide them. Like you snore or, you know, you need a certain side of the bed or you do certain things. Like, No, when, my oldest brother used to tell me all the, well, he told me once upon a time, you'll know if you want to be someone when you can spend a weekend with them. Exactly. And he's absolutely right. There's one woman that like, it's different in your circumstances. The only reason I'm like, um, there's still this like co-parenting kid kind of setup you got where it's like, well, we'll see you for the weekend, but you don't see during the week. So kind of that not seen, but it is still good if they miss you to where they like look forward to this weekend and you spend the weekend, you, yeah, you know, you got something, but I'm yeah. just making the joke of like, yeah, but kind of when you know they're leaving on Monday, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's kind of like, all right, you either get that feeling like I'm gonna miss you or like, cool. We, we almost reached that peak, but yeah, but I'm happy for you. The fact that, you know, you got date, set up and everything that's maybe the, maybe that's a new uh new uh strategy for like you said relationships working yeah i definitely suggest it to other people like try try vacation i just love that her vacations and i hope there's no insult in any way uh ontario that's what's up you know what I mean? <laughs> y'all didn't know ontario was our fucking hot spot to be i mean you got San Antonio Winery, you know what I mean? I'm just saying, you can keep it. Hey, you can keep I am, it, uh, an, I am easy to please. <laughs> yeah, you keep it real practical. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing is that like it's it really is a crash course into my life because, um, like the first I would say like technically, our first actual like date, um other than outside of just hanging at the bar we met was he helped me with my vendor event. And, 
I can't speak for any other female, but that's sexy to me. If you're going to actually come out and help me with like something I'm genuinely working on and working to. And like, I, I also think that that's we're we're almost doing this crash course to where it almost feels like it's a, um, like a reality show because like, <laughs> I like how, all right, we're hitting the ground running and now come out and super early in the morning and let's go and figure out how to put up an easy up and negotiate like a booth, watch me sell and help me like, so it was, it's been very, um, and then I took him to, um, ground zero. And so he's really seeing like what my life is like and not this facade, but you know, like the three month facade, of I'm going to be my best version of myself and tell you slowly see the cracks and like, no I'm just well, going to like the, throw you in I think as you age like that goes away I don't think I ever had it I think I've always been just like hit the ground running and this is me and you know I think I'm too I'm too chaotic and ridiculous to even fake the funk you know what i mean yeah i feel like there's so many personalities in me that i'm like you'll just get this one today yeah <laughs> yes. i want to be like oh my god like it, it's it, it's funny when i think back to when velvet and i started and it was like the the dates here the playfulness the conversations the laying in bed, massaging feet and everything. They're just like, how are you single? And it's just this beguiling smile of mine that goes, oh, you going to figure out, you know. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I want to play it back. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I was just saying with these, with the, with the, if we, there is something that I just know when we pass, I feel like as God is my comedian of my ambassador of comedy, so to speak, I feel like, my punishment or my like pass to get into heaven he's going we're gonna watch all the shit you did yeah and then we're gonna watch if you would have did the life you could have had here you know what i'm saying like that'd be when i think about you know because i read dante's inferno uh, yeah i read it i didn't get i've never been able to get all the way through that book but i'm like that'd be my um what is it called? By is it purgatory? Are you talking about being like st stuck? Trapped? Well, it, it, I feel like you know because I had people like when you went to hell, you had like certain like you had they were in this pit because they did this, and like you had to beat the the birds that flew overhead as they're looking for rescue, and they plucked out their eyeballs continuously. Like I think that'd be like. This is your punishment to just watch over and over as my eyes are just never can get any rest, just constantly replaying everything that could have been. And it's like, oh, I'm in hell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Have yeah. you seen um, or seen the trailer to the the movie that's out? It's um, like everything all at once. That's what it's called? Something like that. No, I have it's not. It's basically um, about like multiverses. It's actually a really good movie. I liked it a lot. Um, 
but it's, it's kind of like touches on the fact of every decision we make um, stems another universe, you know, um, an alternate kind of like sliding doors. I don't know if you've seen that one either. Probably not. Well, this is what's interesting about when you're really, because I hate this word woke. I love okay. conscious. I love when you're I conscious. Like that. And conscious people analyze, process, then, in my opinion, I don't know, but I like to think I'm a conscious person. They analyze and they go, they understand. They understand it's a cycle. And so it's like when you walk in a room, you are creating, in a sense, a new environment, a new a new solution, a new resolve, a new, if you understand, in my opinion, like I look at things, if you understand all of that, right? Mm -hmm. Then you're conscious. So that means you're conscious where you're like, okay, what is going to be thrown at me? You're not so much trying to just go in there to take over. You're going in there to be receptive, in my opinion. And on the re being receptive, you're like, oh, this is nice. That's nice. Like you and you feel everything. And I was going to this whole like cycle of us where it's interesting that our lives parallel mm -hmm. as far as in when I when you just mentioned right now, he helped you with your vendor and getting set up. This is your business. And that's how one of uh, the first introductions to seeing Velvet, like she wanted me to go get her some stuff for her her shoot because she does makeup yeah so i bought all these things at costco and i mean she sent me the money but i was just like is this yeah. the weirdest shit ever i've never even met you and i'm helping you get your your business up you know and so it's just interesting that you have that same way hey so i'm like hey it's a good sign if he's helping me get your business i've been together a year and i don't know how this happened no i'm <laughs> <laughs> No, and what's so funny is, like, I feel like guys should, like, take that as, like, dude, it's a sexy move, man. Like, to really show that, like, you're a supportive force in a woman's life, you know? It's, it yeah, really both. goes a long way. Yeah, now it's the introduction of, what do you do for women? Oh, I would like to help you. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> of just, it stops there like that's just why that question is just so interesting because it always implies oh so you make money yeah like, we never just, just go ahead and assume i know you make money you're at the bar or you're out in public where i'm meeting you you know what i'm saying yeah. like that whole what do you do for a living is never followed up with who do you work with where do, you know what i mean yeah you're like i can smell that you make money it's fine like <laughs> And I just mean it's never an investment into the the, the person's employment history. What'd you do before what'd you do before that? Have you helped the business strive in any kind of way? Are you on time for work every day? Like no one that's what's just so funny yeah. with dating because things that you don't get it until later. Yeah. Like you I look at it, the diet of a person should be asked. Uh, how do you what do you cook with? Huh? Yeah, you're, you're, a, you're a butter person. How much oil do you use in the pan? Yeah. What are, you, are you a seasoning salt, salt, and garlic salt kind of person? Like, what? 
These are how, how else can I be fucked up here? You know what I mean? Like, I just want to know. <laughs> I understand we're getting to know each other, but I just want to know on a uh, diet level, you know, what's this going to cost me? Can you at least cook? But <laughs> You know what's interesting is... Um this was like a few months ago I had, I was at the bar and um, there was these two guys and they were talking to me and I was like, well, what do you guys like to do? And it was like such a foreign question to them. They even laughed. They kind of like, what? Like, no, I don't, I I don't want to know what, what you do for a living. Like, what, what do you like to do? What do you, what, you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? And that's just say everything. And, well, and they didn't really understand. They didn't know how to actually answer that. One guy was like, I run. And I'm like, okay. All right. That's cool. Cool. That's your thing. Not going to be going thing. with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we don't fit. <laughs> and that's the beautiful thing of self-discovery. Because now I can say to someone, I love reading. I love reading about philosophy. I love reading about African-American history. I love reading about religion you know mm-hmm. and then it's like I love not it's like I had like oh I love traveling you know I love bowling I love you know being creative yeah and that's what people don't understand with the self-discovery is just so you can have a better conversation with the people that you're gonna you know if you're not yeah. inch, like like that's why I just laugh at this attraction at the same time this need for um, connection with other people. Because I don't know how many people are like interpersonally and analyzing themselves, but there's some people that should be like, am I even interesting enough to carry on a conversation with some people? Like, do we ever do that? <laughs> I guess I, I think everybody is interesting. You know what I mean? Like, even even the dullest person is like, how are you that? How are you that bland? How like, how are you just beige as a person? And but see, I can I can find interesting things in really anything. You're like, oh, a rock. This was ran over by gravel. I uh uh cement truck. You know what I mean? Like, you'll find a backstory to this shit. Nah, I feel you. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Like I look at, you know, people that are that that save where you know they don't really do much, but you're like, but how do you do that? Yeah, There's yeah. So much to do. Teach me. Yeah, you just don't do shit, and you put the money away. And when you start to put a little bit away, you start to accumulate more money, and then you take it and you see where you could go from there, and you add to it. And next thing you know, you have a savings. Wow. And there's no urge. A, right? Like how beer out with friends? Well, that's the thing too. You don't have too many friends that you go out with to do these type of things. And when you do, you and your friends you get together like once a month. You only want to be around people once a month. Amazing. You just get to jotting shit down. You know what I mean? Like only be around people for sure. Okay, but a relationship with someone. Yeah, I don't I don't really I don't have a relationship right now. Oh, what do you do for no offense, what do you do for sex? Oh, well, you know, <laughs> I, I garden. Oh, what? I garden. <laughs> what is, okay, well, 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 what about other urges? 
I mean, you know, the urges, they come and go. But when they come, isn't it strong? Isn't the urge to go see somewhere else? You can't do it when you're alone. But, yeah, you're not alone. You have people that are at that place that are going to be there. I've never seen a desolate place yet where there's nothing. Have you ever met an asexual? I have not. And I always I disappear. I always love when this is just a little advice for the women out there. Don't do this celibate shit. Don't ever. I always thought that was a joke. Celibacy for like with for spiritual reasons, totally understand. I totally get it. When especially for me, I I was telling like if you really think about and this is what we do, we let our minds go. You think really think about sex, right? And I hate to say this, but, but if gonna... we looked at each other in the act, right, of just the act, like I read this one book and I, I, I'm going to try to find it and I just hope you read this one passage because it was talking about like it's the Buddhism and how they are able to renounce their sexual desires. They don't look at it from a pleasure standpoint. They look at it like that's a vagina. And they're like, do you know if you don't wash the vagina, it smells? Do you know if you don't wash the penis, it does these things, you know? And and it's like, you, they look at it and they put this disgust where it's like, she's going to put her her mouth on something you pee out of. If you if you break it down in those things, you're like, man, we some disgusting motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, and yeah. So they're like saying the essence of everything is added to make it something it's really not. Because even in the vagina, isn't it supposed to be like this cleaning area with all those kind of scents? You can't do too much. You'll change the pH, right? Yeah. So, you know, when you think of it in that way, it's like, okay, you can renounce that. But then what I was trying to get at is when you, it's like a, uh, you understand why it's a, in a sense, a devilish act or more so a depleted act. Like you think about like the, the, Less sex I've had, I realized the more energy and productivity I could put into all these other things. Yeah. And if you think about sex with a man and the times you had sex with a man, I know for me, good sex, I'm going right to sleep. So you literally drained the best of my energy and I gave it to you for you to do with it what you will. You know what I'm saying? So if you look at it from a, like, just a tactical standpoint you've depleted me why would i want to be depleted yeah and then it's this you have all that i have do you know what i have that's what's so crazy about it like where we don't really take time to get to know any that are people that we are intimate with because it's like now you have all that i have that whatever energy it was whatever that like maybe that energy i came home and i was angry as shit and i gave it to you your vagina is angry as fuck now. <laughs> Has hosted anger. <laughs> or, or I come home and it's like, yo, I, I want to accomplish this and do this. We should go to the gym and da da da, all this energy. And then you do something sexy or something to, to uh, divert me from to my attentions on you. Now you took all that. Mm -hmm. That was one thing that um, I made a point. Um, couple of years ago when I started kind of on this like entrepreneurship of like, okay, I have to make it was 
I can't get distracted anymore. I don't want to get digmatized. I, cause I can get, I really can. I can get completely sidetracked and taken um, by it. And I don't, I don't want to lose myself anymore. Like I really, it was, it was coming to, I had, I had basically relegated myself to the mantra of, I would rather have my dreams come true than ever hear anyone else say, I love you. Because see, that's, 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 and they see, that's where the confusion of digmatism, because you could not be digmatized and love someone, but no one searches that out. Yeah. No one goes, can I be with you for a full year in this communicate, communicative, in this intimate setting without being closed off? Can I know you, be with you, lay with you without the lustful desires overtaking us where we really have this self-control? Can you imagine the energy of self-control between the two of you where you want to rip your clothes off, but you don't because there's all these other fascinations that you have with one another? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so um, that's, you know what I mean? Because like people correlate that like as if you could only get love through sex. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so frustrating. Like I say, people act like woke is the best thing. Man, woke is a curse too. Because now oh, yeah. I'm conscious and you go, hey, you go to a, a, a human being, you are a beautiful human being. Sorry, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in you either, but I am interested in paying you a compliment. Mm-hmm. Everything is questioned. And so when you're like, look, nah, like, no, everything is beautiful. Everything is love. Everything is, can be seen from this spectrum. Then somebody might be like, you're delusional. Why? Because you don't see it? Because it hasn't happened for you? And yet, guess what? The person it hasn't happened for, which they go like, this is reality, we never say, nah, you're the delusional one because you don't see that you can have it happen. Yeah. Going to the um, woke being a curse, it it does go to the like the tree of knowledge where knowledge is a gift and a curse, the knowledge of good and evil. And it really is like because you can't pick what you know once you know. You know, there's no cherry picking. Yeah. And once you see, I don't have a problem. Like once you say it, it's said and it's out. Cause now I'm like, that doesn't mean it has to stop there. It means we both recognize it. And some people don't want to be seen. That's the most amazing part. I'm like, why? Please tell me I'm if, if I'm doing something wrong. Please tell me. Like, I may not receive it well the, that at that moment, but I'll process it, and I'm like, you're absolutely right. Thank you for yeah. seeing me. No one says thank you for seeing me. It's always a deflection or, well, what about you? Uh, okay. Yeah, and I think that that goes hand in hand with, like, are you a person who is genuinely on – a journey of self-discovery and um, or not, because I think that there's people out there that are genuinely, um, they don't, they, they don't want to know their faults because, or they, they can't even, 
acknowledge that it's them when I feel like when you're truly on your own path and journey you're like oh yeah no it's it's me like I'll go in knowing like hey I am a chaotic ball of energy and just hold on you know what I mean like you I don't think you've ever met energy like this just hold on you know and that's a beautiful way to put it because we always go I'm like no one else no I'm not my energy is like you know like it was interesting and and I don't we don't, you know me, I don't watch your shit, you don't watch my shit, but there's this one gentleman, Zoe Williams, and I watch his podcast, and he said, he's just brilliant. He says something like, the real millionaire should be, um, and he named some people, he named like, there's this sea moss that can, it really does something to the body, and it's, it really, it gives you this energy, and all these other people that are like, like, into the cosmos that, that unlocks secrets to the universe. He's like, they should be the millionaires, but they're not. It's some goddamn influencer that has this. It's the Kardashians that have no intelligence, nothing that's gonna enlock, enlighten you on. They're in the forefront. You know what I mean? In your life. And he, mm-hmm. he absolutely said it. And that's what I'm saying. When you're conscious, you realize there's a certain type of melancholy that you experience where you're like, I'm conscious now. Yeah. And so when, when people say this, I'm woke, they say it in such a positive light where I'm like, okay, what are you happy about? If you're happy about being woke and you're happy about seeing these things, then you're just one that goes, hey, I see that. And I just love that I can see it. When you're conscious, you're like, I'm going to play with it until I manipulate. Manipulate ain't the right word. But I mean, until you can you know, manifest something different. You keep, you keep attacking it. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's like saying, if you're conscious and you see someone hurting, why wouldn't you go over there if you consciously can see that? Then it's you look within and be like, why? Huh? It's funny how we put a negative um, connotation on the word manipulate when really it's just malleable. Like, to manipulate something is to change. Like, but there because of so much manipulation and, and now it's, you know, looked at negative. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I get what you're saying and it works either way. Um, you know, but that's why really- sometimes with the thank yous of the noticing, somebody says, oh, you're manipulative. I'm like, thank you. That means I know I can in- influence and change. Yeah. How do we change something if we don't manipulate it? Well, and plus you're a cancer. So the <laughs> one of the most skilled in manipulation well, I appreciate that. I don't think some <laughs> people would use that. Uh, <laughs> some people would have uh, their uh, disagreement. I don't even know the word I'm looking for. Their reservations for about that. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but I do like how you said that um, it is interesting to know which who are the people that we actually decide, oh, those are going to be our voices. Those are going to be the, the people we look to and, and listen to. And it really does show the difference between woke and conscious because um, the people that other people are consuming, like the Kardashians, and um, other, you know, just influencers that are just here to kind of push products and 
it, it's distracting. It's bread and games. It's, it really does take, and mind you, what's sad is I actually like, I think that the Kardashians really could be um, a source for good if it wasn't so, I guess, marketed. Because if you think about it, like these are women that are 100% like owning, owning our country in terms of attention wise. You know what I mean? And these are women that are being able to do it. Now, I don't necessarily think that it's in the right direction, but I also think that like, you know, I don't really follow them. I don't keep up with them, but uh, I do like the aspect that like Kim is following her dad's footsteps and trying to do law. Like, I like that aspect, you know, I like that these are humans. These are people that um, despite the, the crazy situation that they're actually in, in terms of, I can't imagine, and I don't, and this is why I don't ever want to be famous because privacy is a privilege. It really is nowadays. We don't really have privacy anymore. And they won't have privacy the way that, that we do. And I think that we don't really take stock in that and know that like, you know, we look at people that are influencers and that are big and we kind of go like, oh man, that would be amazing or whatever. Um, but we don't actually really see what their life looks like and what their life means now. Well, the interesting thing, and this is where the yin and yang comes into play, do they want it? See, there's a difference. They have no privacy, but do they want it? Privacy means for them, they're out the game. Yeah. And But here's what this kind of this country does. They go, we love you and we want to, you know, like with everything, we love you and want to exploit you or we hate you and want to exploit you. And then however you made it to where they, they go, this is what will pay you for your soul. And you realize what is being paid for it. And you're like, the contract is a lifetime? Yeah. 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 It's a lifetime contract. Unless you don't want the, what, what comes with it. But we know you're, and here's the problem. It's like, but we know you're going to want it. Because yeah. it's a lot of attention and it's a lot of, yeah, there's going to be bad reviews with anything. Not everybody's going to like it. There's going to be a lot more great because some people wish they could be you. And then some people just got to watch you. And mind you, like what they what they lose in in privacy privileges, they gain in other privileges. So I get that it is, you know, like you said, life balances out because, you know, they're able to have an audience with the president and, you know. They do have a if they they genuinely wanted to have a stance on something they have a platform and that's a good place to continue on this because i'm like you're right about that voice it would be awesome if kim spoke on this abortion thing yeah and we'll wrap up on this note because i swear it's interesting as it kind of has this flow of that's why i do like 
See, in my opinion, I don't think people package their delivery well. Because in all essence, all this, they have, women have their rights. Absolutely. Men have their rights. Absolutely. But here's the thing, if you package it like, we've been an irresponsible country to just go ahead and let you guys, we can't control you to be like, yo, sex on both sides, can't have sex till you're 18. Nobody's going to do that ridiculousness. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to be like, hey, can't have sex till after marriage. No, but they're like, hey, babies, nah, I can't kill them. It's your responsibility. Because when you really think about it, and this is what, like, like I said, like, and I don't know if this is, if playing both sides is fair, because they'll say that, but then you're like, no, I'm just being, I'm just parting, trying to be both sides. Because I'm, I'm 40 now, about to be, and I'm like, I, I, I like it. I like the law just because I'm like, okay, yes, there is the stipulations. People, most of, most of people say rape and whatnot. And you get pregnant. And I'm like, okay. Now, I also, but this is the thing with me and, and where I'm at now. Can we get a percentage on the rape and pregnant that that has happened? Can we get percentages on that? Now, granted, one time and that happens, it's wrong all times. But I, I just like knowing the percentages. And then I also want to take those percentages and I want to take teen pregnancy percentages because I'm sure these powers that be have all those numbers. I know they have them. Yeah. So with this new law, I'm like, I ain't mad at it. You're really killing a fucking, you're killing a life. I don't know, though, because if you think about it, there, I do think that there are some people, like, like you said, you're not going to be able to stop people from having sex. You're just not, right? But there are some people that will break humans by bringing them into this world. So what you're saying is you're dooming people to come into this world and be raised that are going to break them and grow up and then they're broken and we're going to keep this broken chain going where it's like it's it sucks that to be self-aware enough to know I can't be a parent because I will break the human. Well, sorry, you had sex, you know, and however, however that happened. But it's, it's almost kind of like if you're going to deny a person their right to have sex because they know that they wouldn't be a good per- like parent, that doesn't make sense either. And it, it, what's crazy is to deny an abortion doesn't mean like banning abortion does not ban abortion. It's like banning guns does not make guns go away. All you do is take away the safety. You know what I mean? Like when they banned abortion, um, I think his name was Kermit Gosnell, was a abortion clinic, like a low key abortion clinic that was killing women with his malpractice. And it's it's almost kind of like okay, well, it's and like to to really look at like the future of how where we're going with um, Elon Musk is talking about having um, artificial wounds. You know what I mean? 
they, they're keeping a lamb alive in an artificial womb. Um, so it's almost like to get hung up on abortion is so silly because it's like we're. But you don't think it's silly with what we have out here. And this is why I say the message. If it's we're banning abortions and we're opening up new trains of thought, new classes to prepare people for relationships, sexual education. You see, because I don't want my teenager having sex. Same. I don't want my, my, um, of course, I wouldn't want my grandchild to be in a situation where there is less fortunate, but that also means I hope I didn't raise someone and I get it. This is, you know, you're like, oh, this is the perfect world talking about where we don't succumb to urges. That's what, the, that's what the classes are for. Really? Has there not been dumb choices of men you've laid with that made a, I'm going to lay with them because I, uh, whatever moment of weakness, desire, whatever the case may be. Has there not been something like, oh, I wish I could have took that back? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, that's why I'm saying in some aspects, I'm like, I hope our choices are better as human beings. Because I've, I've heard people voice their opinion and I've only, I've heard one or two people. There's this one cat named Lamone something. And I mean, he used to talk about women in the most like horrendous way. And I'm like, who are you meeting? I will say this, out of 20 odd relationships I've been in, only had two real bad ones. And guess what? I've probably been bad to all 18 of them. I've been the problem. So I I'm just, like, who are you meeting these women that want the money or they want this? Like, who, who, who are you meeting? And I just say that to say, there's so much talk that goes on baby mamas. And I will look at the women that may be the baby mamas like, you couldn't tell that going in? <laughs> You've been that starved for the vagina that you missed who this person really is? When did you just go raw? How do you get to a moment? Like, if you, I ain't saying that hotel woman can't, shouldn't have a baby. But if you, when did you, did you not go to her house? Did you not see how this person was living? I could tell you a lot of things. I will have to ask, though. Can you think of a time in history that men's bodies were on, like, the chopping block? Of or even if women had the right to vote against something that happens with a man's body. But here's and the thing: Ma- women, thing. women do. Women indirectly have. But what law? But what on. law has been put into place? Like, why is there not a law that men have to have a vasectomy until they're married? Or like, you know how they have that to where you can reverse it? Why aren't there? Why is there not a law? of mandatory birth control in that way. Why is there not a law that affects men? Okay, well, one, in my opinion, men write them. Exactly. Two, I look at in the nature of things, women have unwritten laws against us. There used to be a time where there is an animalistic thing, there's an animalistic kind of um view that no one just wants to say the talk like you, you 
I, you know, you'll hear some, uh, man, the, you know, the tall guy you want to breed with. No one wants the, you know. I don't want a tall like, guy. I'm saying, like, good stock. That's what I look at. Our things was based. That's good stock right there, you know. There's unwritten laws of, like, no one wants, no one should want the broke dude, even broke though the broke dude is winning. But I guess, I mean, a vasectomy, really, we're going to go to the, do we make you guys get surgery? I feel like it is unfair in a sense. I feel like we have deemed, it is the mess of thing to me. We have deemed women more responsible than us. Therefore, we're not responsible for our actions. And Which is interesting. We put all the accountability on yet the we don't woman. Have, What's that? It's interesting that you deem us more responsible, but yet we do not have the like the rights of being responsible. We just, you oh, know what I mean? It's like, definitely unfair because we yeah. deem y'all responsible, but we do everything in our power to manipulate and control you guys. Yeah. But Every- that's why I say, if you get conscious, you're like, because y'all the portal to life, and we'll yeah. not, we'll never understand that fully what that portal is like. Yeah, which is interesting. No, but what's, what's interesting is that you said we're the portal of life, but you, you guys are the ones trying to control it. Yeah, you know, to where it's almost kind of well, then let us be the portal of life and let us have the say of well, yeah, if we are the ones to say no, sometimes you have to flush it. Because I don't feel like, and mind you, I don't I, feel like as much as I could be misogynistic at times. I'm like, women are definitely not the weaker sex. No, we're not. And and that's why, with everything, like with everything that has power, people want to control the black man, the black woman, the women. To me, like even though white men have all the power, they're like. They're they're not necessarily the easiest to be controlled or easiest to manipulate, but yeah, in a sense they are. White man sees something that's fantastic and fucking amazing out of this world, they want to be like, I want to buy it, all of it. And that's where you see hit and misses here and there and debt here and there because they just want all these, you know what I mean? They're the little kid that but they have all the money. And they're the kid in the candy shop, like, I want that one. Oh yeah, oh, and they'll divorce settlements where they lose everything and shit like that. They don't they don't take the time to really invest in what they have. They just know they've never seen it. Whereas we know what we have, but we don't have any resources to build it up to overtake what you want. You know what I mean? I guess my biggest issue is because no woman should have that that shit should have never passed. How does that pass? That, that you see what I'm saying? That means in some aspects, there are voters that are women that are against what you you get what I mean? Like this oh, yeah. division there that they were able to create because no woman, no woman I could ever think of wants to be told what they can and can't do with their body. Yeah. Well, and especially because if you think about it, with the amount of pregnancies, and if you want statistics, this this would exist, the amount of women that actually die. Due, due to childbirth and there's there's like a topic a topic pregnancy i don't know how to say it but um we're basically you know that like if you let this come to term it will kill you what i think is interesting is how is that not self-defense that's beautiful we know that pregnancy but at the same time now you're talking in lines though that's why i say you're, you're misconstruing the lines of if that's self-defense then you not having to do all that is murder 
And that's where there is yeah, but if you think about it, where they're not saying that you murdered somebody. Now, there was a law. There was a, a woman that got an interesting case where she, she aborted her baby and they wanted to say that I was murder and give her time. Mm-hmm. But what do you do for responsibility? What is the it's in between just, if it's, it's not enforcing? It's just interesting that there are some states that have um, laws that if you feel threatened, and you like if you feel like your life is threatened, you can absolutely kill that other person, and you don't have time. But yet, if you feel threatened because there's another entity in your body that can threaten your life, you're not allowed to take actions to save your own. Like, what if what if you know you are a mom, a single mom, and you have a kid, you get pregnant. And you know that it, this pregnancy would kill you, and you're but going to leave your- then why get pregnant? See, well, people but too, that's the thing I is think you- they're trying to alleviate these things happen stuff. They're trying to. They're trying to. In my opinion, and I don't know. They, they could just be all control. But I mean, as far as what I see of things, where I'm like, I'm, you know, and it's not even a play it safe. I'm neither there or against it. I'm just playing the devil's advocate of. of Trying to be the voice of both, where I'm like, pros and cons here is where I'm this conversation. There needs to be a level of responsibility. I got lucky. You shouldn't be going raw when you're in high school. And there's so much sex out here that's accessible that it should be an education on just simply black and white without the giddiness or the laughter or the taboo. Not at this point, it's a serious subject. As much as there is a sexual education class, there needs to be a courting class. There mm-hmm. needs to be a conversation class and how to speak to women. Because well, guess think- what? It's as simple, fellas, as hello and my name is. If they like the look of you, they'll go. But see, that's what we try to be void. We try to avoid this. Oh, no, everybody's beautiful. Everybody, has- No, everybody has a type, man. Some people are just ugly. But stop trying to, ugly motherfuckers, stop trying to trick the motherfuckers with whatever you got to trick them with. And I get it. You're trying to get the, you're trying to get the goal any way you can and obtain it. But I'm like, don't obtain it. Because I feel like what some people do is they try to obtain it by their methods of how they got it. And the person is like, you're going to continue doing this, right? Man, I thought you liked me this whole, why the fuck would I like you this whole time? You did this this whole time. That's what I like. But no one wants to get on that and say, even women, even women are turning around like, you tricked me. You were this person. (laughs) And I was that person and this person. But I mean, even, I mean, I can be honest with me in a situation like, look, when you're in the thick of things and you want to say to somebody, look, I enjoy it and I don't want to be as much as I want to change that. Maybe it's not today. Maybe it's not tomorrow. Now I understand the difference because I'm, you know, you lay groundwork where you like, that was a healthy outcome. Do more of that. You know? But well, that's and I, Go ahead. I'm, I'm interested to see what the next 10 years brings because, like I said, I feel ah. like it's interesting that we are, we're getting hell-bent on abortion when women's bodies are moving outward into AI um, anyway, um, with 
reproduction and also to to speak on people having sex too early and and needing making wrong decisions i think that within the next 10 years the technology and mental health industry is going to be the next boom meaning that there's going to be a lot more change in people that you know, I don't think we would really necessarily need the the courting classes because I think what, what's going to happen is we're really going to start paying attention to our mental health isn't going to be so, so stigmatized within the next 10 years. And I think a lot of people are going to find more solace in themselves. And um, I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see what the next 10 years is going to bring in terms of sex with the way that pe- you can have you know, if you could have virtual reality sex and the brain is tricked, there's going, it, things are going to be a lot different. You and see I the, you see the demolition man. Yeah, exactly. I, I want it. Cause I mean, there was a time where I was like looking at flashes her face and I'm like, am I even turned on? This is kind of erotic. <laughs> and then I'm just like, will this last longer? You know? Yeah, probably. Will these images last longer? Will like does that do? We, is there a setting where it's like, what, how long are you trying to have sex today? Thirty. All right. Yeah. Set the timer. Thirty minutes. Perfect. You know what I mean? And it yeah. gives you a a countdown for the last minute, just that you hear a little thing. All right. All right. We're almost there. Almost. Oh yeah. Twenty nine yeah, minutes I and think- thirty seconds. Yes, that was perfect. That was feeling. All right. You have a great day. I would be, I would actually be really surprised if in the next 10 years, we don't say back in my day, we were actually putting the penis in the vagina and then having our kids go, Oh God, what? Gross. Why? No. Ew. Yuck. You know what I mean? Like I can see that. I can see that happening. I can, cause the brain, the brain is, can be easily tricked into anything (laughs) you know and with that brain being tricked into anything i want to i know i'm 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 have to like disconnect here yeah as we wrap this up i i enjoy you always being on for the second time and we will put this one out and i hope everybody enjoys it like uh keep things take away from this hey we're gonna be wearing helmets for sex um (laughs) datations do them do y'all do a dedication. Know if that's the one you really want to be with. Abstain, abstain. I will say that. I won't say be celibate, but abstain. Um, and yeah, uh, as we go on this year of my accident, I just want to say much love to my best friend. I hope he's all doing well. And we'll see what these outcomes provide. Happy Cinco de Mayo.